Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Deserts of Plenty. My name is Ralph. Um, I hope you're all doing great. Uh, so today I uh, wanted to talk about um, messengers. Yes, is the is the key thing. Um, you know, early on in the in the pandemic, in the beginning part of 2019, when uh, COVID was rampaging through parts of China and was starting to come to North America and Europe and it was running havoc through Italy and Spain. Uh, Donald Trump, then the president of the U.S., called it Kung Flu, and uh, which wasn't helpful, <laughs> I'll say. Uh, and then he went on to say that um, the prevailing theory at the time was that like SARS, that COVID had come from a so-called wet market, market where lots of animals are kept um, as, a, as a place where they are then bought by people and then eaten. And that um, the theory was that holding these animals together uh, and concentrated like that had caused them to jump species and enter humans, and uh, much like SARS had done. and. Uh, in back in the early part of two thousands, and I used to work at a hospital in during SARS, and it was uh, it was a scary time, absolutely. But um, anyway, that was the prevailing theory, and um, but early on, Donald Trump made a statement that he didn't believe that, and he believed that it had escaped from a lab, because right there in Wuhan is the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And um, after that, a lot of, I guess, accusations started coming out about gain-of-function research and how involved the U.S. and other countries were involved in that. Um, but when Donald Trump, then president, made that statement, it became sort of, uh, it, it fell into the realm of conspiracy theory because anything apparently that Donald Trump said became a conspiracy theory to people on the left and people who like Donald Trump took most of what he said uh, or seemed to anyway from my perspective seemed to uh, believe a lot of what he said and uh, and and the problem for me is that you know just because someone whom you don't like says something doesn't make it false and just because someone that you like does say something doesn't make it true. But it seems in our now polarized world of tribing up that your tribe trumps everything now. Like if you are pro Donald Trump, you believe certain things. And if, uh, and, and defending that position becomes sacrosanct, becomes paramount. Because you can't be wrong. And the similar, if you are anti-Donald Trump, then everything he says becomes into the realm of conspiracy theory. And that on itself is, is bad enough. But, you know, now that time has passed, and, uh, you know, once Donald Trump had said that it came from a lab in Wuhan, then it became, that became a conspiracy theory. And if you on Facebook or a lot of social media. I guess Twitter did not do this, but certainly Facebook and YouTube, if you, even to this day, I'm pretty sure, but certainly during that time, if you 
propagated any kind of information that seemed to suggest that, th that it came from a lab and not from a wet market, it was labeled as false information. And it was, and that's what it was. And it seems that it was only labeled thus because it came out of Donald Trump's mouth. If it came out of somebody else's mouth, it would have been a very different thing, I believe. Um, because now, later on, in now it's, I guess, I guess we're post-pandemic for most of the world. Uh, the, I, the concept that this virus escaped from a lab. And there's a lot of, a lot of labs have leaks. Like if you Google the number of, even, even labs with higher security than this Wuhan lab, it, there, it happens frequently, or at least uh, often enough that it's not unthinkable to happen. It does happen. People do die because they take viruses and other pathogens home with them from work. Um, you know, I, a lot of now American institutions have quietly said, well, it's probably, it's more likely that it came from a lab than anywhere else. And I don't know how widely distributed that idea is, or if most people still believe, at least people who are anti-Trump, uh, believe that, no, it came from a wet market and any idea that it came from a lab is conspiracy theory and is on the level of believing what people in QAnon believe that uh, Democrats run child pornography rings or child prostitution rings, child sex trafficking rings out of the basements of pizza parlors. And that simply is not true. That uh, the, over, the evidence now leads heavily towards the idea that it did come from the Wuhan lab. Lab. Wuhan lab. Hard to say those two words together. Not from a wet market. Uh, and the reasons I, I could quote a couple, but it's really, to me, that's less important than this idea that, you know, if, if someone we don't like says something, we automatically think it is wrong and false. And if anybody who we, whose tribe we're on or who's in our tribe or whose side we're on says something, we, we tend to believe it. And this idea is very, very dangerous because... In this case, it didn't lead to anything, or it has not yet, at least, from what I can see, led to anything disastrous. But here's my real concern with this, is the idea that we, we, we know that the Wuhan Institute works with coronaviruses. It seems almost certain that they do gain-of-function research, and that is research that allows viruses to grow better in different cell types like humans. And certainly that kind of uh, research happens. And one of the reasons it may have had a long time coming out that, the, that this lab was involved in this stuff and that the coronavirus may have come from this lab is because a lot of Western governments, the US, Europe, European governments, uh, invest heavily in this research that takes place in this lab in China, because they're one of the places that will do it. And they're not very comfortable with the idea that, you know, light gets shine, shone on this thing, and that we all become aware of, well, our government is spending money to do this research, and it has potential consequences. So, consequences that we've just seen if that's all true and I'm, and I'm not saying it is for sure but because 
Donald Trump said something and most Western media decided it was a conspiracy theory and therefore not only could you, would they not investigate it or have guests on who would talk about this in, in a realistic way, but it became like but the idea that you even mentioned it became on the level of the most insane conspiracy theories and you were automatically labeled as a, a Trump lover, a Trump apologist, a conspiracy nut, all of those things. And, and that is very, very dangerous because the truth could not be followed. Even if it turned out that it did come from wet market and the idea that, oh, poking around in, in, in blaming on that lab was not going to pan out. We have to be able to, to ask questions, investigate things, and, 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 and go after the truth. Uh, that doesn't mean that every crackpot thing is given you know, equal weight, like, you know, if people have an alternate theory of gravity, that gravity is not real, we don't give that equal weight with the theory of gravity. Um, but in this case, th there was no compelling reason to dismiss the idea that it came from the Wuhan lab, you know, in, in virology lab, where they do work in and on coronaviruses. You know, that's not far-fetched. It's not like it was the it was a lab that worked, uh, you know, on um, this investigating whether compounds of cigarettes cause cancer. That would have been like, okay, that's a little nuts. But it's a lab that involved that investigates uh, that works on coronaviruses. So, like, it's obviously a legitimate question to go like, well, how do we know it did not come from there? And if it did. What steps can we take to make sure it doesn't happen again? Because those questions, to my knowledge, have not been asked. Because by and large, the idea that it could have come from there is not treated with any kind of sincerity or seriousness because Donald Trump said it, and therefore it's a conspiracy theory, and therefore we can dismiss it. Uh, and, you know, and the idea that we should be looking at it or thinking about it or asking questions about whether what what their level of security is and how this happened, we're not going to do that because to even ask that question or entertain that idea gives credence to this conspiracy theory that Donald Trump said and we all hate Donald Trump, therefore we can't do these things. And that kind of rigid thinking is as bad if you're on the left as people who think Donald Trump is the savior of. Western civilization or America, it, it you know it's it just it's just short sighted, and it's uh, it's tribe it's tribal. It's not about what's best and about honest discussion. Um, and and it's uh, it's fraught with a lot of problems. So, this is my challenge to you: is to if someone says if someone that you agree with, believe in, says something. Don't just accept it. And similarly, someone you despise says something, don't just reject it. Tribalism is not, it, you know, it's whatever, it's a tool. And it can be used for good, but it can also be used for bad, like nationalism, religion, and a lot of these 
tools that we use, these sort of intersubjective realities, you know, a reality that we all kind of agree uh, is real, like money. Money in itself has no value, except the value that we all as a society agree together and believe, you know, the rules of hockey, you know, they only, those rules only exist because the people who play the game agree to abide by those rules, but they have no objective reality. It's not like gravity. If you don't believe in gravity and you step out of a step off a, uh, you know, a, a balcony of a building, you're going to fall, whether you believe in gravity or not. If you don't believe in the rules of hockey, if you want to change something, you can do that. If you don't want to believe in the value of money, well, good luck. But if all of us decided tomorrow that money was worthless, it would be worthless. You know, it's, it's, not a, it's not an objective reality. It's an intersubjective thing. It's something that we agree together. Anyway, that's my rant for today. Be very skeptical of the things you believe, right? How do you know that's true? And likewise, if you hear something that you disagree with, well, how do you know that's not true? Just because someone I didn't, I don't like says it, doesn't make it false. It could very well be. Uh, you know, it depends on a lot of things. How likely are they to be wrong? What is their agenda? Ball of the money, all these things. Anyway, that's my thing for today. So I want to thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, and uh, keep it real, everybody. Uh, be kind. Don't be nice. Be kind. The difference. All right. Take care. Bye.